Welcome to the Countdown to 100 Episodes special series from Be The Good With Kate. If you are tuning into this podcast for the first time, welcome. Be The Good With Kate is all about highlighting individuals who have overcome obstacles, looked inward, taken the time and effort and fails and successes to find their passions, follow them, and help others along the way. I've had the great honor of interviewing nearly 100 guests for this show, and each one has inspired me in various ways. And now to bring in 100 episodes, I wanted to bring back some of these guests to give you a reminder of the great things they are doing, an update on where they are now, and an opportunity to be inspired again by their words of wisdom. In the show notes, you'll see the original episodes of each guest, so you can go back and listen, as I know you'll want to hear more after taking in these snippets from each. New or returning, I cannot thank you enough for being a part of the Be The Good With Kate community. Every listen means the world, and every comment, email, share, and review both fill my heart with gratitude as well as help these inspiring messages of pursuing your passion get to more listeners. Thank you. Now on to the episode. Let's spread a little more goodness in the world. This is George Siegel, who was episode 59 of Be The Good With Kate, and he's a documentary filmmaker and creator of Tell Us How to Make It Better podcast. And some things I loved about his episode, the overarching theme, solutions. Tackling the problems we often fall into only venting about. And he reminds us to not just talk about it, but to do something about it. He also has a film called The Last House Standing, and I know he has another one coming up. So George, thanks so much for coming back to join me today. Hey, thank you so much for having me back. Episode 59, Lives in Infamy. I I hadn't... uh... Uh, I don't remember what I did yesterday, but I remember having a good time on your podcast. So thank you for asking me back. Well, hey, thank you. And I've loved seeing your updates since. So please tell everybody what's going on in your life. Well, first of all, as you know, growing a podcast is an adventure all in itself. And so I've changed my format a little bit to where we're focusing on things with homeowners. So building, remodeling, making your house safer, Horror stories, positive stories. There's a lot more horror stories than positive stories when it comes to the construction industry. And I still marvel that people will spend money on the things that don't matter and they won't spend the money fixing up their house to make it safer. And that's what we talk about and put a priority on is resilience, safer homes, and 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 waking people up. So you actually know what your insurance covers. You actually know the evacuation route from your house. You know what you would take if someone said you have 10 minutes to get out of here. Um, there's a lot of things that people never think about. And, and I try to get them to think about it. And then with the last house standing, anybody who goes and listens to my podcast, there's a code at the end, they can watch my movie for free. And I want them to see it. Because once you see what life is like for disaster victims, I think it's going to make you want to do something to prepare so you don't end up like that. And that's, uh, that's my hope. That's so important. So needed. I mean, homeownership alone, I feel like it's you have to get a master's degree in a subject that you know nothing about until the moment you need to buy a house. Like that's what it seems like, you know, all of a sudden you need to know what mortgages mean and and all of this. And then beyond that, where are you living? Flood zones, what could happen? And you're covering all of this, aren't you? Yeah. And I'm one of those people that I actually should know better because of what I do, but things keep happening to me. And, and if they're happening to me, they can happen to anybody. And it's just, you know, things in the construction process where I was trusting the builder more than I was looking to see if it was written down and they were actually going to do it or thinking they were getting the best subs to come out and work on the house when in reality, they're low bidding it to the lowest bid that will come out. So you don't even know the quality of the work that you're getting. So somebody who knows, I feel like I get screwed all the time. 
And so I'm trying to open people's eyes and say, don't trust these guys. They may be great. They may be the best person in the world, but put them to the test and, and find out if they are. Find out if they've got the best prices. Find out if they're getting the best people to come out and work on your house and aren't taking shortcuts. And you know that goes right down to the garage and the landscaping and the pool that might be put in. They're low bidding that stuff. And so the guy that put in our pool was a moron. The guy that uh, did the garage door was in a rush to get it done. I've had somebody out 10 times to fix it because that guy didn't do his job. And and I just don't want that to keep happening to people. So I'm trying to slap you on the side of the head and say, wake up. Well, that alone, I know people are gonna be lining up to listen right off the bat because I know I, I hear so many stories. I'm not in a home business in any way, shape or form in the amount of stories I hear. So I can't even imagine how many there are out there to be told and to, to see those red flags and hear about them. Well, if you live in a city and you're in an apartment, okay, there's a lot of things that matter there too. It's how was that building put together? How does it hold up on a hot day? How does it hold up on a cold day? When it gets really humid outside, does moisture come inside your apartment? What happens when it's windy and there's a storm? So what were the windows that were put in there? What is the air conditioning? How old is it? How does the heat work? Is it the whole building? Is it just your unit? There's a lot of things people get surprised by when it's 80 degrees in their apartment in the middle of the winter, and they're told they have no control over the thermostat. So you still got to ask questions wherever you live. You're just trading problems where, you know, you have to rely on somebody else a little more in an apartment, but you also don't have the headache of it directly being your responsibility. Oh yeah. There's definitely a long list of pros and cons with each of those things for sure. (laughs) And George, tell us about the next film on the docket for you. You know, I'm working on a film. I I was just shocked to find out 96% of families in this country are dysfunctional, 96%. And so my film is about that. It's called American Dysfunction. And um, it's American Dysfunction. A picture is an illusion. We all see everybody's social media posts. Everybody looks happy. Everybody's doing great, but they're not. Families are falling apart and it can come from all kinds of different places. The death of the, the, the parents and now the kids are fighting over stuff. Uh, maybe one of the kids has a drug problem. Maybe somebody marries someone into the family that everybody else doesn't like. And families fall apart over this stuff. And we're going to explore why that keeps happening and uh, what you can do to see the warning signs and try to avoid it. There's kind of a theme in everything I do to try to say, hey, look out, warning, warning, danger. And I, But I think this is important. So right now we're in the process of raising money for the film uh, to get it done. we got a great business plan that we're putting out there. And I think it's going to be an important film that's really going to, once again, in that George theme, wake people up. Mm. And I have to ask, what is the definition of dysfunction? Is there a broad it's a broad definition, but it's things that fracture a family. It's things that are tension in a family. And everybody says you can choose your friends, you can choose your spouse, but you can't choose your family. So you're kind of born into this thing. And what holds it together? Divorce is crippling for it. Uh, children going off in different directions. You know, one might have a drug problem, one might be bullied. These things are tense moments in a family. And then, you know, in-laws, cousins, that whole connection, is it worth hanging on to if it's bad? Do you try to fix it? What can you do to avoid it going bad? There are things you can actually do that avoid kids fighting over stuff. Because in the end, it's just stuff, but it ends families and destroys them. And I don't know one person that I've ever spoken with that doesn't have some level of dysfunction in their family. The question is, what does it do? Some families, they just live with it because they go, 
yeah, we love each other or we're stuck with each other because we're family. And other people go, I'd rather be with my friends. I don't need this kind of BS in my life. So it's, how do you hold that together? And it's important. I think it's important or I used to, but you know, I've dealt with so much dysfunction in my own. So, you know, we all have our, our uh, little dramas and how it's how you overcome it. Let me say like, right from what you know, and you're doing that with the podcast with this, right? But it sounds yeah. like that's going to bring up so many questions and really make people think too, which is wonderful. It, it should, because it's so common. You know, if mm-hmm. and next time you're with your friends, ask them, how's your family? How's everything going? And if it, inevitably, I hear stories that I, I thought this was the happiest group in the world. And then you sit down and you start talking to them and they go, well, this is happening. This is happening. This is happening. But we were all smiling in that picture but it's not a happy family. And, and that's very, very more likely to be the norm than the exception. Mm, well, we'll look out for that. And I'm sure the, all of your links will be in the show notes. I'm sure people can find out more there as well. And posting about, tell us how to make it better the podcast too. And I have to ask, and you've hinted towards it already, but just to kind of summarize, what is it that motivates you to keep doing what you're doing each day? What motivates me is I just get tired of seeing things not work. I get tired of if you flip on the media, on the on the news, television news, everybody's fighting, everybody's complaining, nobody can agree on anything. So I like problems we can actually solve. And it keeps me going because if if you can make a difference in one thing, let's say everybody listens to this and they they just go home and read their insurance policy and they find out they didn't have enough coverage or they find out, wow, if I just do this to my front door, I can keep it from blowing in in a storm. I feel like I've accomplished something, but most people don't do it unless they're pushed. Either it happens to them and they've now, they're now a victim or they go, wow, I need to do that. And if they actually go and do it, you know, those are the moments where we feel like we accomplished something. Absolutely. It goes back to what you said in the episode when we talked for solutions, right? Solutions. And that's what we need. So thank you for seeking out those solutions and like your podcast dates for making a difference too. Hey, thanks so much for having me on to talk about it, Kate. I appreciate it. Maya Lombard's episode 69 dives into functional medicine and healing from pain. Have you heard about or experienced yourself people being tested for various conditions, but being told nothing's wrong, despite so much feeling to the contrary? I certainly have. And Maya's story illustrates how important it is to keep fighting to figure out what is wrong and for options for help. Additionally, curiosity for Spanish culture led Maya to explore options for living in South America. Taking a leap of faith and moving to Peru, she discovered with amazement her health improved by leaps and bounds, and she shares some great updates since last we spoke. Hey everyone, and congratulations, Kate, on your 100th episode. Wow, I absolutely loved our chat, and for the people who are listening, a couple months after our episode... I actually got to meet Kate in person in New York City and it was it was so nice. She showed me around and I just love it when these online connections become in-person connections. Now to give you a little update on my life in Peru and my business, I got married to my Peruvian now husband. So I'm not leaving Peru anytime soon and I'm still happily living here in Cusco and in my business, I actually found a way to combine my management experience with health coaching. So it happened very naturally. I started having some entrepreneurs as clients, some who had burnout um, and some with chronic disease. And so some people who I was coaching to improve their health and lifestyle, they needed help with creating their website or setting up their systems to keep track of their client work. 
And then other clients who I was already helping in their business suddenly needed coaching to balance that work from home entrepreneurial life. So I feel like I'm entering this next phase. I'm starting a season two of the Healthy High Achievers podcast and also just in my life and my business. And I had new branding pictures taken. I'm heading in this new wonderful direction of helping creative entrepreneurs to have more structure in their business, take those linear tasks off of their plate, and also creating more balance in their life using my coaching skills. So I feel ready for that next level in my business, that new chapter in my life of being a married woman turning 30, and I'm playing the piano now so I can hopefully accompany myself while singing. So that's my little update. Uh, You can follow my journey here in Peru on Instagram. That is Maya Lombards, L-O-M-B-A-R-T-S, or my website, mayalombards.com. I have some wonderful journal prompts on there to declutter your life and your business and set your priorities. And so, Kate, just keep doing what you're doing and keep sharing the good. We need to hear more positive stories. Big hug. Episode 62 featured Shelly Smartly. It's absolute mix of heart, humor, and finding a way through sad times. Yes, and if you know improv, you know that statement. A 73-year-old widow who became a comedian at the age of 69, Shelly shows us how saying yes and throughout life will keep you facing your fears, growing, and living your best life. Oh, and she developed an award-winning comedy show called The Smartleys. Hello, Kate. This is Shelly Smartly back to give you an update. I want to start by saying how much I admire, adore, and just love your Be the Good with Kate podcast. It just means the whole world to me. And if you have some listeners here who haven't subscribed yet, I urge you to subscribe to the Be the Good with Kate podcast so that you get a steady supply of inspiration and enlightenment that will lead you to further success in your life. Let's see. For an update of on the Smartleys, as you well know, uh, some of your listeners who have followed the previous shows, I'm creator, writer, and actor of the Smartleys. It's an independent, uh, multi-award winning comedy series that is airing worldwide on many TV channels. All you have to do if you'd like to watch something funny is Google the Smartleys, that's smart, L-Y-S, on any of your digital devices, including your smart TVs. And you'll come up with some chuckles. Let's see. Uh, Since I last was on your show, we released season two of our series. And that is just coming down the pike now. So it's not, I don't think it's really live on any of the platforms yet. But it will be any minute now. Uh, We've also been picked up by several more uh, major platforms that uh, we're excited about. And we won an award for Best Comedy from Cult Movies International. Uh, We just love them, and and we're thrilled with that award. Uh, Our cast and crew are just doing great, and we're going to start filming Season 3 in the fall. So with eight seasons planned of our comedy series. So as long as the sun shines, we're going to keep on producing and keep those laughs coming to our listeners. I don't know what else much there is to say, except for I really want to encourage uh, your listeners to follow their dreams. I mean, as you know, I'm a 74-year-old widow with very serious health conditions. I still receive infusions on a very regular basis. 
But when I was 69 years old, I became a stand-up comedian. And that led to a development of our comedy series later that year. I never would have suspected that from me, that, that it would be something that I would do even. Uh, but for that reason, I want to encourage your listeners, for if they have a dream, if they have something stupid that they want to do, if they want to draw a picture or try doing stand-up comedy or write something, I don't care what it is. If there's something that they want to do, start a business, uh, anything that they feel inspired of, I, I want them to listen to that little voice and follow that little voice and don't listen to those voices that say, oh, you can't do it. Oh, you're a failure. Oh, you don't have the experience. You don't have the money. You don't have the connections. You can't do it. And we all have those little voices and they're pretty much inaccurate uh, in the long run if you dedicate yourself to the, your dream. So I'm, I'm a big, huge fan of telling people to follow their dreams. Um, Oh boy. And I think one of the things that stands in the way for most of us is fear. And um, fear is a four letter word. It shouldn't be in our vocabulary anymore. And it was the first thing that I had to face on my journey to becoming a stand up comedian. It was for four years before that I went to comedy shows almost every night of the week. And I had unlimited admiration for the stand up comedians. I, I was just enthralled by them. I couldn't believe that they had the guts to stand up there on stage and try to make people laugh. Uh, and, but I was terrified of actually doing that myself. I'm really, really glad that I kind of manned up, put on my big girl pants and gave it a try anyway. I'm it's my whole life has been changed for forever since then. And I want to say thank you to all of our cast and crew of the Smartleys and Kate and, and your listeners for your support. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm just filled with joy and I want to share it with the world. And I am so glad that that's the same thing that you're doing with your podcast and, and outreach. Thank you very much from the bottom of my heart. And that's my update. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Rick Delarada shares in his episode 64 how his journey led him to create the nonprofit Jazz for Peace. Something extra interesting about Jazz for Peace. Its goal is not to raise money for its own work, but rather to help other organizations to raise awareness, funds, and empowerment. One of my favorite moments of his episode is at the end where we chat about how changing one person's life is worth everything. Enjoy his update today. Hey everybody, this is Rick Delarada from Jazz for Peace, and I'd just like to start out by saying uh, we are so glad to have been selected um, by Kate as part of the Be the Good with Kate countdown to 100 episodes audience update where outstanding causes and organizations and guests uh, can give their update on what they've, all the latest things they've been up to. And it's perfect timing for us because we've got so many amazing things that we're doing, starting off with the 20th anniversary of the Jazz for Peace CD. And again, this is our 20th anniversary. It's a CD called Jazz for Peace, has some of the greatest names in jazz. Uh, in addition to myself, we have Eddie Gomez, Lenny White, Paquito de Rivera, and the London Symphony Orchestra. The CD cover was photographed on September 10th, the day before 9-11. And the woman who took that picture is the woman in the amazing story who called me up the next day and said, hey, uh, you know, something's going on at the World Trade Center. Uh, could you go up on your roof and just take a look at, you know, take a look. 
and uh, that started everything. And of course, um, all kinds of amazing things are going to be celebrated in relation to this 20th anniversary. So we hope you'll stay in touch with us uh, at jazzforpeace.org for all of that information. Lastly, we have for you the 98th version of Free J.A., which I'm going to perform right now live for you. It is a free improvisation. I'm going to make it up out of thin air. Uh, that's what free jazz is. And then I'm going to, But to lead you into that, I'm going to take an iconic uh, jazz ballad written by the great Billy Eckstein and uh, just a little bit of jazz history. At that time, uh, two of the greatest jazz vocalists happened to be named Billy. We had Billy Holiday, great fem- the greatest female vocalist, and now the great male vocalist, Billy Eckstein, who actually wrote this song. It's called I Want to Talk About You. The song was so lyrical that it was picked up by John Coltrane, and he did one of the most iconic instrumental recordings of that piece. And now I'm going to do it now as a lead-in to Free J.A., and I'm going to perform it right now. So hope you enjoy it. The moon and the stars The objects on Mars Are things that we've talked of before But your love for me was the question The answer throws back Heaven's door So tell me Your love will be sincere Then my darling You needn't ever fear Cause I love you
Danny Covey's episode 74 will certainly fill you with hope. From being a one-year-old having open heart surgery to seven more heart-related surgeries over the years, nearly dying on the operating table three times, and all that has gone with this journey, Danny is here to tell us about that journey. True miracles. Danny was told he would never physically excel, yet now Danny is a fit black belt with a wife and three children working in marketing and design in Ottawa, Canada. His episode will give you such a boost and dose of inspiration. Some highlights. Don't accept limits set by others. Never too late. He couldn't even be part of gym class in school, yet now he's a black belt. Keep asking questions until you find the answer. Hi, Kate. This is Danny Covey. Thank you again so much for having me on your podcast earlier this year. I've been keeping very busy since we last spoke. In early 2023, I helped co-author the book Remarkable People, Volume 1, How They Overcame Adversity, Achieved Success, and You Can Too. Eleven other authors and I each contributed a chapter about a specific area that we believe can be a huge help to others. This past month, I helped organize and participate in a walk for the Heart and Stroke Foundation in Canada. We raised donations and awareness for health and had a beautiful afternoon doing one of the things that I love to do most, which is to walk. And my biggest and most exciting announcement is that I have written a book, and it's coming out later this summer. My book is about my open-heart journey and talks about my challenges and triumphs in having eight heart surgeries. And it also deals with the topic of survivor's guilt and having resilience in the face of adversity. If you want to learn more about my book or what I've been up to, you can visit my website, www.dannycovey.com. I'm very excited about the upcoming year and so thankful to connect with you and your listeners again. Wishing you all the best, Kate. Never give up. In taking classes over the years or observing workout videos, one major piece that is often missing, stressing safety and form. Additionally, group fitness classes are often marketed as being open to all levels, yet how often do instructors not give modifications nor progressions so that each participant truly can get what he or she needs out of the class? So that's why I created the 101 series, which take things back to basics with three separate courses, Bar 101, Pilates 101, and Hit 101, focusing on safety and efficiency so you can maximize your workouts, be confident when you step into a group fitness class or workout on your own, be strong in your execution of the most common exercises, and be proud of yourself for taking these huge steps forward on your health journey. Check it out at bebykate.com. The link is in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening to Be The Good with Kate Cherichello. Whether you're listening on YouTube or via podcast, it would mean the world if you liked, subscribed, and or left a review. You heard about the good? Now go out and be the good in your life this week. If you have stories of good news that need to be shared, please send me a message. Thanks again and have a great week.